Welcome to the Entourage Podcast. My name is Paige Scott, and I'm going to be your host. Entourage Ministries gets its inspiration from Psalm 6811 that says, The Lord gives the command, and a great army of women proclaim the good news. Entourage is a multi-generational, multi-denominational, multicultural women's ministry based in Durant, Oklahoma. Join us today as we dive into truth from the Word so that your heart and spirit may be encouraged. Ladies, thank you for joining us. Um, this is Paige here, and you're going to get the opportunity to hear from my dear friend, Janelle Martin. This series is on the spiritual gift of prophecy, and I want to encourage you with 1 Corinthians 14.1. This is the NIV version. It says, follow the way of love and eagerly desire gifts of the Spirit, especially prophecy. The NLT translation says, let love be your highest goal, but you should also give you should also desire special abilities that the Spirit gives, especially the ability to prophesy. We live in a time now, as much as ever, that it is of the utmost importance that we hear truth, and we know that the Lord gives us the Spirit of truth inside of us, testifying of the things to come, testifying of what is right. But it's not only essential that we hear truth, but also that we speak truth, and that we speak the truth in love as this verse is saying in 1 Corinthians 14, 1. I invite you on this journey. I welcome you on this journey to explore the basics surrounding the gift of prophecy. And I pray that your heart would be encouraged, that you would grow in faith, that you would grow in maturing in this gift, and that you would even be stirred to have um, a greater love for the Word of God as Janelle just unfolds unfolds both the Old Testament and the New Testament in examining the role of prophecy in our lives today. Thanks for joining us. Let us know if you have any questions. I hope that you have an ability to take notes as there's going to be some great information in this episode as we discuss the spiritual gift of prophecy. Hello. We want to welcome you today to this Entourage podcast. My name is Janelle Martin, and I will be talking with you about the prophetic Today, we uh, want to invite you to just get comfortable, open your hearts, open your minds, and hear what God has to share. Let me pray. Father, we thank you for the gift of prophecy. We thank you, Lord God, that you choose to use us to be your hands and feet on this earth. We know we are not the source, but we're honored to do this with you. So today, as I speak, Lord, I give you my vocal cords as I I desire for your heart of prophecy to come through to each of my sisters listening, that they will know if you have called them, you have equipped them. And I just bless our time together. I ask you to come in and create an atmosphere that we have hearts to hear and courageous souls to obey. In Jesus' name, amen. So in this podcast, we're going to just open up with some uh, encouraging questions. I hope at this point you have been able to hear some of the other some of the other podcasts. If not, I encourage you to go back and listen to those. And so here's today's questions. Are you growing in the ability to encourage others as you spend time with the father do you are you finding it easier 
to hear what he's saying for you to um, bless others or to encourage others? Are there times you are compelled to speak love, comfort, or encouragement to others? These are workings of the Holy Spirit. Our carnal man does not gravitate toward kingdom character. The miracles came after Jesus was moved with compassion. If you'll go back and look in your word at each miracle Jesus performed, it will say in some way that he was moved with compassion. The prophetic works the same way. It must come from compassion or love. Its source must be God's love and compassion. In John 15, 16, and 17, in the New Living Translation, it says, You didn't choose me. I chose you. I appointed you to go and produce lasting fruit so that the Father will give you whatever you ask for using my name. This is my commandment. Love each other. We must deny self. Our pride, our opinions, and emotions have no place in the prophetic gift that God has given us. We must soak in God's love for us so we have the real deal, the real love of God to share with others. We cannot give what we do not have. So I pray today that you have an abundance of revelation of God's love for you. In Psalms 37, verses 23 and 24, New Living Translation again, the Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. Though they stumble, they will never fail, for the Lord holds them by the hand. I love that picture. How many of you have children, and when we sense that they they need a little extra, whether that's them being a little bit timid or fearful or the situation is one that may not be safe, we reach out our hand, don't we? We take their hand, or sometimes the child will reach up and take our hand. Well, think about it that way. God is holding your hand. He's walking you through this. He doesn't want you to fail. He doesn't want you to stumble. He has set us up for success. I like to use this verse when thinking about two things. If I love people more than myself, then he will direct not just my steps to have me in the right place at the right time, but he will give me the word, the right words, so the people will know God is in the details. And he wants us both to succeed, and he does not want us to fail. The way to fail in the prophetic is to hold back and to simply not share it at all or not do what God is asking. Or if we do, we do it through our own mind, our own soul, and our unrenewed emotions and thoughts. In Galatians 1.10 in the Passion Translation. It says, I'm obviously not trying to flatter you or water down my message to be popular with men, but my supreme passion is to please God. 
For if all I attempt to do is please people, I would fail to be a true servant of Christ. We cannot do the prophetic for people. We minister to people, but it can't be for people. We must do all things as unto the Lord. You won't be a popular person being active in the prophetic. That's just the honest truth. But you will be a satisfied person. You will be a person that's at peace if you are willing to allow God to use you in His way and His timing. The gift of the prophetic is one that, for me, it has that feeling of I'm walking, holding my Father's hand, and He's holding mine, and we're just doing this life together. We cannot let people's opinions and their words influence us. For if we take the praises of people, then we're also setting ourselves up to, set, to receive the criticism of people. Remember when Jesus was coming in, they riding on the donkey, they were saying, Hosanna, Hosanna. But then just a week later, they were saying, crucify, crucify. That is the human nature, and it is the human race that we are called to minister to. So we can't get caught up, because if we take the praises of men, then there will at some point be the criticism. But if we do this as unto the Lord, and we keep that mindset, and we do it from love, then any praise, any glory is the Lord's. And we're just thankful to be a vessel he uses. And then any criticism or comments that come, we first go, is there any truth in it? And if there's not, then we go, then they have a problem with the Lord, not us. We're just the faucet. If you haven't heard me say that yet, um, this is the um, this is the illustration I would like to give you that brought me great comfort in just being what God needed me to be. Nothing less and nothing more. We are merely the faucet that Holy Spirit flows through. The people are the cup or the vessel under the faucet waiting to catch the supply of water that's flowing through the pipes. And the good thing is, we're not the cup. We're not there to catch it and to be refreshed from it, but we're also not the source. God is the source. We are simply the faucet. When someone's thirsty, they've been out in in their day. Think about that. We go about our life, and sometimes trials and, and tribulations come, and and they just wear us out, and we just want comfort. It, it, you know, in a hot day, we want a cool glass of water. And so you come in, you, you turn on the faucet, and you get that cup of water, and it brings refreshment, and it eases the, the thirst that you had. But that water was not produced at the faucet. That water came from a well that has been dug deep in the ground that is the source. And someone has put a pipe 
and a, mechan a mechanical mechanism to get that water from the deep ground it's in to flow up to the faucet. And when we're saved, that's how that connection gets made. We have full connection to God. And then, as we allow him to put his hands to us, to mold us and make us into a useful vessel, then he will dictate when we're used and how we're used and just receive that good job from the Lord because you will sense his good pleasure over you. In Romans 12, 1, in the New Living Testament, it says, And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. So when we say, Lord, have your way, use me as you see fit, that's another way of worshiping him. We worship him, what, in spirit and in truth. So we must trust him. And as we trust him and we open our mouth, the truth will flow through us by the Spirit. In Galatians 1.10, it says, for, for am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Or am I trying to please man? If I would not be a servant of Christ, for I would have you know, brothers, that the gospel that was preached by me is not man's gospel, for I did not receive it from any man, nor was I taught it, but I received it through a revelation of Jesus Christ. That's found in Galatians 1.10. When operating prophetically, know this, you will mess up, and you will on occasion get it wrong. And that's okay. When you know you've messed up, or you did something wrong, just apologize. Say, I'm sorry, I messed that up. I'm, I'm not perfect, but God is. What I've done before is I've asked that person to forgive me, but then for us to pray together and have God speak to her or him as God wished and get me out of the way. The word talks about it. A righteous man falls down, but he gets back up. Prophecy is not work, but we must do prophecy from rest. Our rest is in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We must saturate ourselves in the presence of God, having a transformed mind and a purified heart. The blood of Jesus purifies us. His word transforms our mind as we think on whatever things are lovely, pure, and of good report. The more time spent resting and listening to God, the easier it is to hear His voice. When developing the gift, all you have to do is trust and obey. Some of you may remember that old song, and I reflect on that often. My job is to trust and obey what I've heard. That gift is for others. And as God uses us, we need to be careful 
that we don't take on that praise, like I said before, because we must always, prophecy always steers people back to Jesus, back to him, because we do not want people dependent on us. We want to depend on him. It won't, when, when it's time for you to give a word, I don't want you to worry about, oh, how will I know? What will I do? You won't have to conjure up a word. We just have to practice quieting our mind and hearing God's thoughts. If you have to work at it, then you probably need to soak more in his presence. It's as easy as that. I've had days where I've given multiple words in the same day. Then I have had seasons in my life where I didn't give a word for a day, a week, months, nothing. And then all of a sudden, God said, I need you to say this, or I need you to go do this. I'm like, yes, sir, I'd be honored. And I always like to think of those times as well. It's like a sporting event. We're all on the same team. And not everyone has to be on the court at the same time. I would think of basketball. So, you know, there's there's usually five on the court here where we play basketball. But then there's others sitting on the bench. They're still part of the team. They're just not actively on the court at that time. But those on the bench, they're resting. They're drinking their water. They're watching the game. They're watching, listening, and refreshing. And that's what we are to do to be used of the Lord. So be encouraged. Maybe you're the one being used at the moment to be the point. You know, the person that dribbles the ball down from one end of the court to the other, and they're very seriously watching and looking and in that mode of where is the spot? Where do I deliver the ball to? And so if you wake up every morning going, Lord, here I am. Use me as you will. Then you will find during the day he will show you spots, people, places, go here. There's going to be a person waiting. Or he said, go to, the other day I had a a plot scheduled out and I was going to go to my friend's house and then make some other stops. And the Holy Spirit, as I was leaving my house, prodded me and said, why don't you do it the opposite way around? So I did. I took the opposite route. I did my other stops, my other errands first, and went to my friend's house last. But on one of those stops, God had me cross someone's path. Had I not listened to that still, small voice, it didn't even change my day, really. It just changed the order of my events. It put me in a place to be used by God to encourage someone dear to me. So I want to encourage you to have ears to hear and eyes to see what the Lord would have you see and what he would have you do. I wanted to share with you an example of a prophetic word. This is not necessarily a word I'm getting right now. It's a word that I have typed out for the specific reason of of teaching. So here's... um, what I would say would be a good word. The Lord says he is so proud of you and how far you have come. But in the days and weeks ahead, there will be a hard choices to make. But don't worry. Remember, you have the help of the Holy Spirit, the word. 
lean into me and allow me to help you as you go forward into the plans I have for you. Now, who wouldn't enjoy hearing that from a brother or sister in Christ, that God wanted you to know that? Now, for me, a lot of times God works with me by he shows me a, a picture. And a picture I may have gotten that would prompt this word would be of someone carrying a huge backpack full of stuff. And they're at a stop sign, looking both ways with a serious look on their face, maybe even tears running down their eyes. And if I were to get that picture of that person, my first step would be to pray and ask the Lord, Lord, do you want me to pray for this person or do you have something for me to say? And if I didn't recognize the person, I'd say, who is this, Lord? And how would you want to use me today? And honestly, it's about half the time he asked me to pray. And about half the time he asked me to go and do or to say something to someone. And sometimes he asked me to pray for, I just gave a word today that I've been praying over for about three weeks. But today he said, go ahead and and share that word now. Because he had given me the last little part of that puzzle. So I knew what to tell this person. Another way we hear from the Lord is by feeling. We have just a feeling in um in our heart just like when you go outside and it, and the wind has gusted up and it's gotten chilling you thought it was warm because the sun was shining there was a change there was a shift from what you expected well that's what happens with this um you may just the same example maybe you didn't get the picture but you just all of a sudden felt the heaviness of like oh i've got a decision to make and i don't know what to make I don't know what decision is the right decision. What decision decision should I make? And, the, and you go, oh, I need to rest. Lord, I don't have decisions to make. So who are you asking me to pray for? What is this about? Because the intercession, praying, is as important, if not more important, than the prophetic sharing of the word. So we must first be people of prayer. And then we're people of prophetic. So just think about that. I hope that example helped you a little bit today. Um, One way. Okay, so I gave you an example of a good word. So let's look at judging that word. Does that word line up with God's word and his character? Well, has God promised to help us and to direct our steps? Yes, he has. Does he see us no matter where we're at? Yes, he does. Does he know the plans that are best for us? Mm-hmm. Okay. The second thing in judging a word, is it redemptive in nature? There's always a drawing back to Jesus. The New Testament prophetic is about drawing back to Jesus. Return Everything is centered to him, from him. Now, a good word a good prophetic word. In my experience, those words have encouragement. It has an action step and an element that only God would know. And then I believe in the introductory podcast, um, Paige was sharing about how she had done enough life with me that she saw fruit. She knew that the prophetic gift in me was one that when I gave a word, it it came to pass. More often than not, I have failed. I have messed up. 
So that's how you know if there's a good word. Did it come to pass? So how do you do prophecy? One way you can do it is person to person or one-on-one. I encourage you, if you're going to give a prophetic word to a person, that you write it down or you have someone with you. The second way to give a word is you give a word as a group or in a gathering of people because sometimes God has a word for a group of people, like a congregation at a church, or maybe it's a, um, a group of friends and, and you're just seeking the Lord and he has a word for everyone that applies. Speak only what you hear. Never add to it. Just speak what he tells you. And then the prophet is one that will be speaking over nations and the world. So those are the three levels. One-on-one prophecy, group or a gathering of people, and then world or nation. And as I said earlier, you can have pictures. There's a seeing, a hearing, and a feeling. When... We get words. That's what, as a seer or seeing, it's just a mental impression. Sometimes those come in dreams. I think I've mentioned this before. When we hear, it sounds like our own thoughts. But for me, when I hear something and it's a word from the Lord, there's a peace about it. It makes me want to listen. Stop what I'm doing and hear what's being said. Sometimes it's it, we hear something when we're reading God's Word. The Holy Spirit will prompt us with that. We can even hear through music, through watching a play, um, many ways of hearing. But it's off, the best way I can say is it usually feels like your thoughts. And then the third way is by feeling it. There's an inner witness. You sense something. Sometimes it's even a physical thing. I've had that happen. I've had something hurting and the Lord in a public group and the Lord would say, someone has a problem with their shoulder and I've stepped up and I've given that word of knowledge and then we've prayed and we've seen those shoulders healed and made whole. But all of these are the seeing, the hearing, the feeling. They're just ways. There's not one perfect way. There's not one way better than the other. And he has you, he has spoken to me in all three ways and then used me to deliver a word. So I just want to encourage you today, do this from that place of rest. Prophecy is, should never feel like work. Prophecy should feel like release. God gives us a word or an action step. And then we step out in faith, trusting him, and we release it to that person, people, or place, whatever the situation calls for. Our job is to keep a purified heart and a transformed mind. I'm so glad that you guys were with us today. I pray that this podcast has helped you. And again, I encourage you to go back and listen to the other podcasts. If this was your first one to hear, go back and catch up with us. And I hope to spend more time with you in the future. But until then, I just pray that 
You stay bold as a lion and harmless as a dove. Dear Lord, I just bless these folks. I thank you for the time they have given you and me in this podcast. Those that have hearts to say, use me, Lord. Show me. Am I prophetic? Then right now, I pray that they are knowing. They're hearing a yes or a no. I believe that everyone is to prophesy. But there are those that you have given the gift of prophecy to. Let us not get caught up in worrying and fretting, but let us stay in obedience, obeying you, loving you and loving others. And that as we go out and we prophesy, we edify, exhort, and encourage those around us. Keep them today. Watch over them and all that pertains to them. We declare them blessed. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining us today. For more information about Entourage Ministries, visit our website at entourageministries.com or visit us on Facebook or Instagram. 